everybody. But we're also on tape. We are deep down in the bowels. <laughs> Episode 119 of Gamaloops last week. Uh, Christopher Foltz, Magic Mike, and Bill. 19. 119. 119. 119 is, interestingly enough, the criminal code for bribery. If you're charged with bribery in Canada, it's under <laughs> Section 119 <laughs> of the Criminal Code. And the interesting thing about that is, 65 years ago, last month, one of the greatest political scandals in British Columbia history happened. Robert Somers, who was the Ministry of Forests under the legendary Wacky Bennett, social credit, he uh, resigned uh, amid a scandal, and the next year he was convicted of bribery as forest manager in uh, awarding forest licenses to companies. He went to jail for about five years under section 119 and here's a cool thing he was a he was a school teacher who got elected and became minister of forest committed some bribery went to jail for five years three to five years learned how to tune pianos came out of jail retired in victoria until his death in 2000 he was a, one of the finest piano tuners in victoria well, do you you love wacky bennett eh? No, the history of Wacky No, I just think he's one of the... Yeah, he's well, legend. Interesting. He's a legend. Like you don't love, yeah. but you, like no, the yeah. history and the, oh, it's interesting. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Piano tuner. Piano tuner. Piano tuners, they're, uh, that's a magic themselves. That's, See, uh, had he not committed bribery under Section 119, yeah. many pianos in Victoria would be out of tune today. <laughs> you know, with, with pianos, you can do things to change the sound of them, like uh, make the felt hammers harder or softer just by brushing them there you go. to change See? the tonality. And a good piano tuner can make it so that the entire scale of the piano is, uh, See, fascinating is how they want it to sound. Absolutely. Moonlight yeah. Sonata. I think but, that's my favorite piano piece. December 6th, today, that we're taping, is my dad's birthday. Oh, hey! Yeah, yeah, so a big shout-out to dad for his birthday. Last year, uh, for his birthday, we made that big press announcement about winning the big award for our guitars, for the right. Guitar of the Year. Yep. So this year, I don't have anything that cool to do, but uh, but yeah, we're, uh, we're shouting out my dad. Is he turning today. 119, or how old is he? Well, that's a good question. Uh, what is it? Uh, is, it, it is, is this Lee himself? He, Is your dad's name Lee? Lee, yeah, Lee Lee Miltimore. That's yeah. Lee of Lee's music. Yeah, so he uh, he must sixty nine this year. Tough go not knowing his birthday. Yeah, very that's, tough. That's, I know his birthday. Not knowing his age, it's a tough six, look for you. No, he's sixty eight this year. Sixty eight. That's go. it. He's pretty young. He's yeah. pretty young. Yeah, and he's um, how old was he when he had you then? Uh, Nineteen. My mom was my. He was he was he that was age. Nineteen. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. He was a young dad. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and they got married early, and and also this year, this is really exciting. He got uh, a phone call from our um, association we belong to, the NAM National Association of Music Merchants, and they said congratulations on fifty years. And so I phoned up my dad and I said, Dad, do you realize it's been fifty years since you started the company? And uh, we forgot we almost missed our fiftieth anniversary, which is next year. Wow. Cool. Well, yeah. happy birthday, Lee. Yes. Great job. One hundred nineteen. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. We have a great show today. Mike, you know we have a great show today. It's a spicy show today, yeah. We can say that because we've already taped most of it. <laughs> and we had the mayor on, Camelot's mayor, Reed Hamer Jackson. We had Dale Bass on. Oh, and she's spicy. She's mm. spicy today, Councillor Dale Bass. Uh, we also have, um, on, a, on a sad note, to talk about the accident that happened last, last yeah. week. Do you, what were your thoughts when you, what, what happened was there was an accident near TRU, um, a, a truck was going way too fast, somewhere around 100, maybe over, and it hit a small car, among other things, and in that car were three T 
TRU Wolfpack players, one who has passed away and two are in terrible condition. And Volleyball um, players. Yeah. yeah it's tragic. We'll, we'll get more into that later, but what were your thoughts? Uh, needless, you know, like there's a speed limit there. Why Why be going that fast? There's, there's no need, and, and it's just it's a tragedy. It's um, terrible. I ended up going and visiting that site with the South Kamloops Titans volleyball team. So they had a, a huge win, a momentous win, their first ever, um, their school's first ever provincial senior boys volleyball title, the first one of its kind in the city, actually. And there was a tie-in. One of, well, the guy who died, Owen McKinnis, actually helped coach that team. Wow. And they found out about the accident while they were out there playing provincials. Um, so they all bought orange shirts and so to the parents and they were wearing those orange shirts in, in warm-up and kind of playing for him inspirational they went down two nothing in the final and came back and won that title and kind of in in his honor and dedicated it to him their first order of business when they came back so they stayed the night in langley on saturday night drove straight back to Kamloops on sunday morning went right to the memorial site and i went there and met them there and talked to a few of them about about owen and their and their um, experience with him so we'll have that later on the show as well on a more light note, you, you talked about Tal Bachman maybe coming on our show. Oh, yeah, my buddy uh, Tal Bachman. I, I've had, uh, uh, it, of course, he's the guy that had reached superstardom with this song, She's So High. And I think it's, every time I go into a grocery store or somewhere, it's always on, and I text him, go, hey, just heard your song. He must be so sick of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you know that song? Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know that I one. And Aphrodite. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, um, we chatted last week and we were talking about uh, sports and, and music and that kind of thing. And, and I, I thought he'd be good to have on because he's got a great story about um, singing the national anthem in New York and uh, the New York fans trying to trip him up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, And he's one of the greatest ranters I know on Facebook. So I thought uh, maybe we could get uh, him and uh, and Chris together and, and uh Maybe maybe share some of the uh, folder dash. And maybe with bring them. Randy on as well because. Oh, maybe yeah. yeah, they're different people, but um, but his but, father Randy is tied has a tie in with the Blazers because they uh, take uh, care of business. business. Yeah, of course. The great yeah. the, the the big song uh, as their um their motivational song. Yeah, and yeah. Tell also does the um, uh, a lot of the research for the vinyl. Um, not Vinyl Cafe, the Vinyl Tap uh, with uh, Randy Bachman. So cool, good guess. Is he in White Rock? Uh, he's in uh, in Victoria, and and I played ping pong one night with him till wee hours of the morning uh, at a hipster hotel. It was one of the more surreal nights I've ever had. Cool. <laughs> you mentioned the Blazers there. Pay up. Both of you guys owe me ten bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Teddy bear toss. Oh, when was Second it? period. Oh. I got it. Third period. I thought I won when I saw the thing, and I was like, oh, I finally won. <laughs> I forgot. And I realized that, that it might have been a bad. The ultimate bet. Welcher. There's no way I'm getting that money. I forgot about the bet. So I owe you ten bucks. Yep, ten okay. bucks. I'll give it to you. Oh, here you got. Look at that. He's got a twenty. All I've got is a twenty now. He'll now. cover, I'll, and I'll give you ten next, next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, announcement to make too. We got a, a new segment. We're going to start next week. I don't even think I told you about this. Um, we're going to start a monthly media panel. So we're going to get media types in the city to, to talk about the issues and what's going on. Oh, I like that. How, That's we're, good. how we're covering it differently. Uh, I mean, we're not really covering it at all at this point. But I mean, on our show we are, but we don't have a paper or anything. So, so far we have Castanet, so Tim Petruck, who, by the way, thanks to Castanet, because they gave me a place to write about the, the TRU Wolfpack um, and South Cam Titan story. So you can mm. find that story on Castanet. So Tim will join us, or, or maybe Kristen Holiday from, from Castanet, whoever they want to send. One of the whoever guys, they want to yeah. send. And also CFJC, so James Peters, who is one of the great fans of this, this show. And he doesn't like you anymore. I think you've pissed him off too many times. <laughs> <laughs> about Winnipeg or something it like that. It was Winnipeg. It was the mosquitoes. <laughs> but they are big mosquitoes, they aren't are. they? And, and you know what's worse is the little mosquitoes. 
mosquitoes because you get the worst bites and they're the most itchy. Yeah, yeah. Mosquitoes. Any thoughts on mosquitoes? I don't like mosquitoes. Uh, but I like the new this new segment idea. I think that's really good. It should be cool. We've also invited uh, Radio NL. Haven't heard back from them. CBC. And CBC. CBC is checking with their higher-ups to see if there's some kind of a conflict with them coming on. So who knows how it will turn out, but I'm looking forward to it. What stood out to you last night about council? Before we talk about Macca Ranch, because, Mike, we have to talk about Macca Ranch, but let's tee up some council talk first. What stood out to you about the meeting last night? Well, there, it, it was... I watched or listened to the whole meeting, at, and, um, and it was long. Again, it was, I think, uh, four hours long, maybe? Three and a half, four hours long. So I was doing some stuff and listening to it. And, and what, what, it started out pretty good. It was like, it was like they were getting, getting stuff done. They were having regular discourse. And then it kind of went off the rails again. And there was a lot of rancor and animosity between the mayor and several councillors over several issues. But um, that's almost to be expected now, right? It's like it, it happens and people get pissed off at each other. The, the two things that I thought was, was interesting was, um, was the issues, like the actual issues. The, uh, and I was looking forward to them. The, the one that we had talked about previously on the show, uh, a number of times is uh, it, it's something that's boring, not sexy, but it's important to people. It's, it's the collection of garbage, recycling, and organics. And uh, this year, the city's gone to uh, twice, twice every two weeks instead of weekly garbage and recycling. And then during the winter months of December, January, February, uh, they're going twice tw every, every two weeks for organics. And people were losing their mind over this because there's going to be long periods in December where you don't get garbage, recycling, or organics between up. 17 and 19 days. Yeah, and it's longer than normal in the christmas season we we had the councillor bill sarai here i think last week and he said that yes he's heard that in fact he's gonna he, he he's hoping he's gonna bring it up well it came to council council talked about it staff came by with a report with five different recommendations in the end council decided to stay the course uh you know even if the voters are upset they're staying the course and they're looking at maybe next year trying to tweak it that 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 was interesting the other interesting issue i thought at council was the Lansdowne Street uh, bike uh, bike lane proposal, in my mind, ludicrously, ludicrously over over uh, over cost, overpriced, and two point seven five million dollars for like four blocks. Holy shit! Anyway, that's the that's the world today. It was defeated by council, not because of the cost, but because of safety concerns. Lansdowne's really narrow. It's a main truck route to Mission Flats, etc. It was interesting because I thought that was a slam dunk because of the active transportation plan and cities really onto, the, onto, onto connecting the whole city with bike lanes. They just did the big multi-million dollar 6th Avenue one. They did the trail through uh, Peterson Creek Park before. Up by your place, they just did a, a few million dollars uh, 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 Summit Drive and, and then going to Huck to Trail and all the way down. I think um, the fact that they, they said, no, we're not doing Lansdowne, was, was, I thought was interesting and was surprising because I thought it was a fait accompli. And pleased you. You, you. you agree with that decision not to do Lansdowne. Well, I, I, I think the pricing. I think it's 1400 bucks a foot. How, how is that possible? I guess it is possible, but it just talks about the world today. It's just nuts. But uh, I, I don't know why. And people say, well, now the 6th Avenue bike lane is a lane to nowhere. I disagree. You go down 6th Avenue, so it's a pretty cool-looking bike lane. You walk across Lansdowne. You can bike down the sidewalk that no one's ever on in front of London You're not Drugs. supposed to bike on the sidewalk. Well, you though. should. It's safer. Or you can go through the parking lot. And <laughs> what happens? That? What about people who and what are happens? in wheelchairs on the sidewalk? And you're well, you, well, you see them. them. You go around them. You're not going you go onto the road around them. No, you just go around them. You walk. Okay, how about you walk your bike through the parking lot? But bingo, you're in the park and you're back on the trail again. It's not that big a deal. 
It's not that you don't big need. A deal, it's not that big a deal. It's, it's not, not that big a deal. <laughs> you're, you're, there's some flaws in your ideas. No, in, in the whole scheme of things, that's probably the, the least important. The point issue. is to have a, a path that connects, though. Not okay. Stop. Get off your bike and potentially have to walk into traffic because there's a person in a wheelchair. Oh God, yes. It. God forbid. We could be in in Gaza right now. We could be in. in <laughs> We're in, not in, though. In Eastern Ukraine. That we're worried about getting off your bike. We had our business uh, for many years on um, seven six. 864 Victoria Street, I think it was, mm -hmm. um, besides where Superior Propane used to be. Mm -hmm. And we'd have to take our trucks out and go on to Lansdowne to get our vehicle out of the back parking lot there. And that, that was really risky. It's like trying to leave the uh, Memorial uh, right now. There's a blind corner coming. Oh, it's there. terrible. Yeah, and and there's corner, yeah. uh, even driving there, because there's a weird jog in the road, mm -hmm. um, it, It's I'm sketched out driving just a regular car on that road. So I can't imagine if they put a bike lane in there. Well, that's the, they decided against yeah. it for safety reasons. It's a very narrow street to begin with. And the idea was to take out the parking on the north side, put a bike lane in there. But then you the, were probably like a gondola at some point to come <laughs> down there and just put your bikes on that, eh? But you know, last show you said something I thought was really good, Chris. You said, uh, was it last show? I think it was the north side should be taken out and the south side should be used for for walking. So like the yeah. two different sidewalks, right? Well, that's, yeah. Why not? Why not do that? It's yeah. just like uh, odd side is for bikes and even sides for. Well, yeah, just take out that walking. sidewalk and just use or, the or sidewalk. You, use the sidewalk. You don't need the sidewalk. I, I'm downtown often now because I got nothing else. To Take the on. sidewalk out. That's no, the walking the sidewalk. sidewalk. This is the, the biking and the sidewalk. sidewalk. On this side. Exactly what, yeah. what I was saying. Hey, so, hey, guess what? It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost a dime. <laughs> on, on Lansdowne, if you want to walk between second and sixth, you walk on the south side in front of the Legion, in front of Frankly Coffee. Mm -hmm. And if you want to cross the street to go into the Lansdowne Mall, you cross the street and walk in. The bikes go all go both directions on the north sidewalk. No bike lane. Save money. I'm sure, there I'm sure they probably discussed this. No, they didn't because no, if we were in council, this thing would be if, done if right If you now. were in council, there'd be gondolas everywhere. The people would <laughs> get hit by cars everywhere because there's no overpasses. Well, they kind of do that with uh, watering, right? Even days and odd days. Yeah. No, I think it's a do good it with idea. the bike path. I mean, if you look, you don't need those two sidewalks there. It's not a very pedestrian heavy place. There it isn't. Downtown yeah. it is, but there's not a lot of people walking in front of that thing. And, and I agree with, uh, with Marty that should connect to something. It should connect to Peterson uh, Creek and it should connect to the River yeah, Trail. I know where we have to connect the gondola to. Maca Ranch? Maca Ranch. Maca Ranch. Yeah. That'd be good, yes. A, a gondola from Lee's Music to, to Maca Ranch. And why would we want to go out there to Maca Ranch? I'm like, you tell Cause, me. Because they have hormone-free and steroid-free and happy animals that they make glorious meat from. It's the happiness. It's all about the happiness <laughs> of Maca Ranch for me, right? You get happy animals, you get better food. And that's not just some kind of hokey idea. It's a fact. Okay? Yes, and they yeah. do that well out at Macaranch. I've been there. I went there for Thanksgiving. I passed out. And I was, it was so good. I just I <laughs> passed, passed out into the gravy because the food was so good at Macaranch. Now, you went there just for Thanksgiving and enjoyed dinner with them. They don't make dinners there. No, I, I was invited as a guest. Okay, you yeah. can't go out there and, and eat gravy. Don't cook meals. But you can go out there and you can buy their beef, their pork, their lamb, their, and you don't even have the chicken as well. You don't have to go out there. They'll like, deliver. They deliver to Kamloops. Did you know that they have uh, two-legged cows there? Do they? Yeah, and it, that's where they get their lean beef from. <laughs> <sighs> they do. They do. <laughs> that's not true, but they do have a brand new website. It's info at macaranch.ca, and it's a great family. Isn't that their web? Uh, isn't that their email? Sorry, that's their email. Yeah. <laughs> their email is info at macaranch.ca. Their 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 website Social is macaranch.ca. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We got that. What's, the, what's the website again? 
Spell it out. It's M A C A R A N C H dot C A. Macaranch dot C A. Macaranch dot C A. Yes. Visit it today. No hormones, no steroids, no pesticides. Happy animals. It's a local business too, Mike. You yeah. you love that. Yeah, it, it, they don't have two-legged cows. They they have uh, actually cows without legs, and that's where they get the ground beef from. <laughs> oh my god, that was actually a bit better. Okay, it's let's terrible. talk about the end of the council meeting. Uh, you got Testy there um, for multiple issues. The one I wanted to ask you about was Michael Riley, Councillor Councillor Michael Riley, essentially came at the mayor and said it's inappropriate for you to mention. Uh, this city staffer's name in relation to Ask Wellness, uh, it potentially creates an unsafe working environment. So did you understand where, where, where Mike was coming from? There? Not, not 100%. Um, I think I, I, I do, but I don't know if I agree 100% with him that it creates unsafe work environment. I think that's, there's things going on at City Hall that we're not privy to. There's things that we've heard. Uh, even this week, uh, of things in the background that that may may lend okay credence to his 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 uh, concern that it's an unsafe work environment. There's a lot of shit happening in city hall between people, um, but I I I, I think um, I think it's it's understandable and and I think it's fine to say you, you shouldn't use the people's names if they're going to private meetings um, in their private lives. They're going to meetings. Yeah. Um, uh, the issue was that the staff member had, uh, had attended an uh, annual general meeting of the Ask Wellness Society, and the staff member who attended the meeting, um, that's his job at the city is working with these agencies. Um, the mayor brought up the person's name because he was asking a question. Um, if I'm in conflict with, with, uh, with these social agencies uh, because of my past dealings with them, isn't this staff member, and he mentioned the name, in conflict? because he attended an AGM and, and he thought, the mayor thought that staff member was a member of As Wellness Society. It turns out he wasn't, he was just there at the AGM. Anyone can go. And he was there probably because he's doing his due diligence. His job is to deal with these people. So Michael Riley, one of the councillors, took issue with the mayor naming the staff member publicly and said that it's offside and that it could create, or does create, or could create um, unsafe the, the, wor yeah. work environments. I wasn't sure what what he was getting at there, but maybe it's because he felt the mayor was naming this staff member because he has a beef with him, a previous beef with him, and he's just trying to sort of, um, uh, not out him, but you know, sort of highlight the fact that this guy might have a conflict, and it's just unsafe. That you gotta you gotta go back. What what is he? What's the definition of unsafe? What do you mean unsafe? Is it unsafe that you feel threatened verbally, yeah. physically? Do you feel that your job's at stake? Well, Mike watches the show. Maybe you know, he'll want to come on and clarify. I, I, I get what he, I get what he's saying for sure about about it's probably not a cool thing to do, and and and, and it maybe shouldn't have been done. But as to what he means by unsafe, that's yeah. something you have to ask him about. The other point that was brought up or that I want to bring up was at the end of the meeting there, there was some back and forth. Katie Newstater was involved and some city staffers just basically asking the mayor. And you could tell that this is a repeated thing that they were they're becoming a little bit yeah. upset about mm -hmm. was him being a bit him giving them a heads up about what he's going to be talking about. He asked for an update on a motion that was from a year ago, the, the Victoria 48 West Street. The storage facility the storage for the homeless facility. people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had a motion 13 months ago in November of 22 asking, uh, and the council approved the motion in, in, a, in a larger way, but asking for a review 
of the storage facility and possible relocation to a better place or right. what he thinks is a better place. So should he be giving more of an update so they can come forth and, and have information for him? It can't hurt at all, can it? It can't hurt at all. And this is, this is like you say, this has happened a lot where, where the mayor will just bring something up and the other council had no idea to bring it up. And their argument is, well, if you would tell us at the at the morning, they have these morning pre-meetings, pre or tell us in the days before, send us an email saying, I'm going to bring this up, can you get some information? Their argument is, rather than spring it, spring it on us, why not tell us you're going to be asking about this so we'll have the information for you so the public can get all the answers at the meeting. And um, Dale Bass um, and uh, Katie, Katie Newstater, Katie Newstater is the one who, who, who took issue with that and they had a little verbal back and forth on that. Yeah. So They all just yelled at the mayor to tell him to stop cutting people off. Yeah. <laughs> stop cutting people off! I don't think they're... I think in this case, their their um, council. Yeah, I, I agree with them. What, what's the harm? Why not reach out and say, "Hey, I'm going to bring up this issue." I remember that motion a year ago. Can can I get some information? I'm going to ask about it. Well, and I believe report. Dale Bass, who you'll hear from in a, in a moment, is saying that she thinks that he did that on purpose as kind of a gotcha moment to say, "Well, hey, how come you haven't been doing mm -hmm. doing this?" So yeah. that's why he didn't bring it up beforehand. But uh, we'll let Dale explain that more. Mike, we had to get away from it all. We, it was too much for us. Last week was a busy week for us, and we had to get away from it all. And we, as the three of us, we went away, didn't we, for the weekend? Well, yeah, well, it wasn't quite the weekend. It was uh, actually the, the Monday. But uh, I had just gotten back from my uh, trip to Prince Albert, where I went to go see uh, Tim Schultz. I wanted to see Tim Schultz. St. Albert. St. Albert. St. Albert. Albert. Yeah. Prince Albert. St. Albert. Prince Albert something different. Uh, <laughs> Much so, different. As you know, <laughs> I've been there. Well, not in that way, but... Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, we got together, but uh, what... What, what I had with me, which was really exciting, was a 1983 vintage staccato set of drums, if you remember that, uh, which are the flared drums that were made here in Kamloops and played on by guys like uh, John Bonham. And uh, I got you on the drums for the first time, didn't I, Marty? You did, but that's a big set of drums. It's a big huge set. set of drums. So how did we end up getting that packed in with us? That's that's where we got well, we had to go Well, we had to go to Volkswagen. Yep. And... Um, Luckily, they had available. <laughs> they, they had available. Yes, they did. But again, we get onto the lot, and we're, we've got to make time. We've got to get to St. Albert. But Folds Waltz is in there. Yeah. And Terry Lowe greets him, right? And he says, 4.99% on the new SUVWs. I couldn't understand And it. he couldn't. No, I didn't understand it. Just shell shock. It's not L-O-W-E, low, Terry no. Lowe. It's he can't low, understand the low. rates. It's low, low. low. They're too low. Yeah. No, Shockingly yeah. low rates. And yeah. it just him so confused. So he starts banging. He just, in a, in a tizzy, starts banging on the drums. Yeah. It sounded really good. And they could hear drum. it all the way down the Valley frontage at McDonald's. Because yeah. they're loud drums. Yeah. Yeah. And you love McDonald's. Love McDonald's. Cranberry orange muffins are my favorite. But they now have the new flavored lattes, which I'm, as soon as this show's over, I'm going to go get one. I see you guys have them, but you never brought me one. No, I didn't bring you a muffin today either. What else did we do, though? <laughs> you guys, you kind of, you're forgetting about the rest of the trip. Well, not really. So we're, we're playing, and uh, somebody got so, so sweaty uh, playing the drums and stinky. Yeah. Uh, we we had, we had, before going to St. Albert, we had to make a detour to the North Shore. We had to go to Gord's Appliance and Mattress Center. Mm -hmm. And here's the great thing about Gord's. I mean, there's so many great things. Yeah. They, they deliver, um, and they service what they sell, and they'll install. We, we know this already. Mm -hmm. At least you, you're too confused to remember, but they do. And another thing is, the Black Friday sale ends today, so that's sad. But guess what starts tomorrow? 
It's the holiday sale. The holiday sale. Oh, good, good. You what's the go, holiday sale? Well, it's just the, 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 the prices you wouldn't believe. So you can go pricing, out and, yeah. and you're going to have a turkey, I'm sure. Catherine's going to cook it. You won't do a thing. So, But Catherine's going to probably need a new oven. Go to mm-hmm. Gord's. Well, you know what else I learned while we were there? Because Stinky was playing the drums and he was all sweaty. Uh, something that he likes to do is the sniff test, which we all knew was going on. Something to do with but Prince Albert as well. But in the dryer light for uh, his shirt for a little bit. He came out smelling like roses. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And, and yeah, Folds, nice. you won't do the dishes either. We know that when Catherine cooks. But luckily, you'll have a new dishwasher from Gord's. And the prices are always amazing. No matter if you buy two and save three honey or two honey, they're always good prices there. Yeah. Now, we have lots of room for sponsors, and one of our original sponsors was uh, Vinny at Cold Control Mechanical. Cold Control Mechanical. And uh, right now... And Dustin. I'm looking at it. It's 1034. They, I have an appointment with them at 1030 because they're putting in a new furnace in the streaming room right now. So, uh, Vinny, because we, we do like to support our all our sponsors that we've had, uh, I think he should sign on again. I think Vinny and Dustin should be signing on for our new uh, media segment that starts next week. I mean, it's going to be well viewed, and uh, it's going to be heat. It's going to be a hot, you know, hot, hot topic, hot and topic hot stuff. Topics right now. And That's right. Cold, you know, some cold takes probably from you and hot topics. So that's perfect for the uh, cold control mechanical. I think all they have to do now is pay. So it's all great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Above the Folds. It's brought to you by McDonald's. Hi, my name is Harsimran. Harsimran, what do you do here at McDonald's? I'm a first assistant manager at McDonald's. And how long have you been working here for? I recently completed my five years. Five years? Yes. Okay, so what do you like about your job? The fact that I'm able to help people every day is the best thing and also be able to have fun along with my co-workers. And then if you talk about how it has helped me outside work, I would say financially, of course, because now I've moved up. I started as a crew and I have moved up, I've moved up all the way up to a first assistant. So now it has definitely paying me more money. And in this way, I'm able to help my parents them which are back home sometimes buy them good things or even buy myself good things and like i'm totally financially independent living by myself so you say you've worked up the ladder already do you want to keep going and what are your goals here of course (laughs) so i started as a crew i became a crew trainer i became a shadow i became a team leader then i became a second assistant and i got promoted to a first assistant like four months ago so of course the next step would be a gm (laughs) Fing- be a GM. Yes, fingers crossed. And then whatever the future brings, but I'm definitely eager to go, grow and learn. Okay, I think you're going to do it. I think you got it, GM. The next GM right here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Counselor Dale Bass. <laughs> you want to talk about Takeout Tuesday at Senior Froggies or the City Council meeting yesterday? Well, Takeout Tuesdays, I didn't get my orders correct, but that's okay. Oh, but you love Takeout Tuesday? I love, and my family loves Senior Frog. Senior Frog is fantastic. It, it, and it really it, is. It's a really mi- minor thing because my husband likes a super burrito, but he likes the side of beans. And I never get the side of beans when I order them. But that's okay, I don't care. I think here's, here's what I think about Senior Frog is not that they're not a sponsor, but this is what shows you a genuine appreciation is that a few years ago in the paper we did a story, the owner during the wildfires and oh, during yeah, all that, yeah. he gave his whole staff <coughs> off. Uh, a week off with pay yeah. just to just to get some just mental get health it. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. It's underrated. That, yeah. 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 underrated. Yeah. yeah, but we can talk about taxes too. Okay, well actually, we can talk about anything you want. Let's talk about the tentative property tax hike, ten point eight percent, and the water rates, eighteen percent potentially next year, and sixty five percent over 
five years. Uh, potentially. That is happening. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what can council do to, to help us there reduce these rates? Nothing. This is the reality now. Um, the the, um, the uh, utility rate is the result of, of past councils never raising the utility rates at all, keeping them at zero, 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 zero. Um, there was one one percent. Oh, there was one one percent. You're yeah. right, uh, and it is also a result of past councils not dealing with the Noble Creek situation, which we now have to fix. Thank you, Mother Nature, for making it impossible to fix. So that's why that utility rate is what it is. Taxes, once again, past councils like to. You know what? Sometimes I don't think politicians should have a say on tax rates because they become politicians. Oh God, we're going to go over two percent. People will hate us. They won't vote for us. This budget is a bare-bones budget to maintain the current services at the levels that they're at. That's the reality. Much of it is COPs, which we don't bargain. We, we're just told by the federal government, here's the contract, here's what you're paying them, have fun. 60% of it is the COPs. The next part of it is firefighters. Yes, we do bargain with firefighters, but they, have their, they, they all kind of bargain on, together and so whatever one, you know, every, we get stuck with whatever everybody gets stuck they with. They get the average of 10 yeah, uh, yeah. in, we get, in Lower And we get stuck with it. Yeah, which is kind Fundamentally, of about 3% of that is, is the city, which is keeping the, keeping the water running, keeping the buses going. Putting an overpass over True. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that because um, I don't... No, there are things in there the, that are waste of money. That's one, and that's, well, that's a fact. That, that's and a waste of money to it's you? A, it's a waste of money to most people I talk to, anyone with the right mind. But the point is, there are... <laughs> Are there things in there, in all seriousness, are there things in there? I know you said, you, you said um, perhaps in jest there's nothing we can do. No. But there has to be things that you can say. Here's the, here's the, the key of what you just said. It's based on service le levels as they exist, but, there, but, but has there been any talk within city council or at the budget meetings of people saying, well, maybe we should reduce or we don't need this? Or what do you want to reduce? Do you want no, fewer buses? No, I'm asking, has there been yes, any? Yes, that, that yeah. conversation has okay. been. They start at a zero base yeah. and they look at everything. Yeah. And, what, and where can we make the biggest impact? Well, we'd have to do away with about 10 cops. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't do that because of safety and security. Well, we could reduce the, the bus schedule. Well, we can't do that because people need transportation and we believe in active transportation. You know, well, maybe we shouldn't have opened that new fire hall in Westside and, and staffed it or staffed that properly. Well, you know, that saved a house. That's our problem. Mm -hmm. There have been too many councils that were debating the tax rate with an eye to, oh, will I get reelected? Mm -hmm. The biggest mistake last term made, and I argued against it, was that 0.2% during COVID. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it set an unrealistic belief that we can do that, and we can't. So the average tax hike this century has been 2.4, 2.5%. This year yeah. it was 7%, the highest ever. Yeah. Next year will probably be higher. Yeah. The fear I hear among some people and myself is that it's 10.8 tentative now. It usually goes down a few percentage points when you guys whittle. But let's say it goes down to 8 or, or 9 or 7. Right. The fear is the council will say, look at this. We cut it down to 8 or 9, and we'll think 8 or 9 is normal. And then next year, they'll say, oh, it's going to be it's going to be 10. And then we'll go to 7. And by the time we know it, when we're used to 2.5, we're going to be saying, wow, 7 is great. Well, you know what I tell people? I said, if you don't like this tax rate, move to Soyuz. Because that's a classic example of what has been wrong. They kept it down to zero, 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 and now their infrastructures are failing, yep. and they've got to go to 38%. Mm -hmm. You look at other communities, they're at 17, 12, 10. 
I'm, I'm not staffing saying. at City Hall doesn't is is is, is a little top heavy. You don't think it's no, good? I don't. You got, you, no, I don't. It's okay to add an assistant CEO for more salary and hire someone else there in the senior. It's needed. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. You see, you see because uh, the, the average person is looking at everything from their own perspective, and I mm -hmm. did the same thing too as a reporter. I looked mm -hmm. at it from, well, geez, I, every, uh, it's costing me a lot more things. A fire truck costs us a million dollars. Sure. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like that. I don't even remember the name of the movie, but um, Judd, Judd Hirsch says to um, somebody, you really think a hammer costs $4,200? Yeah, yeah. Things cost a lot. Yeah. Well, speaking of costing a lot, <laughs> the um, the proposed bike lane on um, oh, yeah. on Lansdowne that was shot down yesterday by council, yeah. including by some councillors, I think yourself included, that oh, yeah. voted in favor of the Sixth Avenue one, but you voted against the Lansdowne one. I'm assuming it's because the Lansdowne one was a different beast. It was narrower. There it's were safety Lansdowne. concerns. Yeah. Um, just looking at that cost, Nancy Beppel yesterday, who's a huge cycling advocate, and she has some really great ideas, mm -hmm. but she said. She argued in favor of, of, of approving the, 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 the bicycle, the bike lane, so it continues to Riverside Park. Mm -hmm. It goes from 2nd Avenue to 6th, uh, 6th Avenue. Mm -hmm. It's 660 meters long. Mm -hmm. it's, it was estimated at $2.75 million, which I did a quick calculation yesterday. That's like 1400 bucks a foot. I know. And yet she said it was cost effective. If we don't do it now, it costs more later. Well, Can anybody at staff put out a report showing why the hell it would cost 1400 bucks a foot to put a bike lane Wouldn't in there? Wouldn't that be nice? I'd love to see it because you why know? can't you just use the bloody sidewalk that no one uses on the north side I that just blew blew my mind yesterday now it maybe it's maybe it can be rationalized maybe they can show it to me but 1400 bucks a foot and that's that's cost-effective these days Isn't there we're some, all in trouble some responsibility on the past council though for voting one part through and not another well yeah. actually from my perspective because I did vote in favor of the 6th Avenue because I thought it was a good idea and that's why I asked yesterday knowing what the answer would be have you actually looked at how many people use it mm. Because we, you know, like I, we were um, told it'll be used. I'm told it is being used. The Sixth Avenue one. The Sixth Avenue. Mm -hmm. My friend Mark Archibald says it's being used, uh, and she actually did a count one day. Mm -hmm. She stood there at the corner of Sixth and Columbia and counted how many bikers came down, and it was being used. That's a t totally different road and roadway than Lansdowne. Yeah. You don't have logging trucks going down Sixth. Oh, it's much wider too. But what, why? Floating. Why didn't? Why wasn't the whole thing? Dealt with, planned it, planned once. That would be a staff question because the staff makes these decisions, then they bring them to us. No, I think I think it was. If you see the map that uh, yeah. that was put up, uh, Randy put up yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, it, yeah. and it shows from Aberdeen, where I used to live, all the way down past your place, down through that that great uh, Exum Trail, Exum Trail, Huckton, Huckton Trail, going through Love Peterson, that trail. right, going down, yeah. and then and then Sixth Avenue used to be um, a, a dot there saying to come. Yeah. Lansdowne was to come and then through uh, through uh, the park and then there's so there's different colors completed to come and planned. So that was planned. It's just I guess the, the details kind of they got skittish. Well and at one point they were talking about taking down St. Paul mm. and then down second to mm -hmm. connect and that we, we got a lot of email from people who, who knew about that and said that makes more sense mm. because we don't have logging trucks going down um, St. Paul. So this uh, is going to come back but when? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, literally, you know, there's That's so much. That's slogan for next election. I don't, know, I don't care. <laughs> no, Dale because Bass. literally, there's so many things going on right now. I know. I Staff know. can deal with that, and can, and if they want to come back with an, another idea, that's great. But right now, we have other issues to deal with. We've got like Bill 45 to deal with. We've got um, Noble Creek to deal with. So staff can go away. Uh, Purvis can go away. Plot it out, maybe come up with St. Paul. I don't care. Mm -hmm. If he wants to bring it back, and he probably should bring something back. But he said it could be a few more years. It, 
Well, maybe it will be. Chris, you know this happens. Mm -hmm. Everything takes forever in government. Yeah. You know, municipal government takes slow, is slow, provincial government is slower, and federal government, oh my God, it never happens. End of the meeting got a little bit testy, and part of that was yeah. Bill 45. I want to ask you about Bill 45. I mean, what are your thoughts in general, and also in relation to how it was brought up in the meeting yesterday? Anything well, I'm glad that Councillor Hall... So so weird when I say that. In Councillor Hall, you know? Kelly. Councilor. I'm glad that Kelly brought Your it former up. Former boss. Um, my, yeah, my former boss. Explain, our, our former explain boss. to what, just in a nutshell, what is Bill 45? Uh, it's giving the provincial government. It's it's taking away the municipality's ability to do away or to move off, off to di to disband um, homeless encampments. Mm -hmm which we need. Uh, and it's saying uh, you, you can't do that unless you can show that you've got housing for them. And, and that's, that, that court decision was made quite a while ago. Mm -hmm. you know, but we don't build housing. Mm -hmm. you know, BC Housing in the province builds housing. And we have been advocating for, oh, for as long as I've been on council, we've been advocating practically every day for more housing. But so has every municipality in the, city, yep. in the pro province. So that's what Bill 45 is about. And, and it's wrong. It's taking away an ability of the municipal government and it's requiring us to do something we legally can't do, and we need them to help us do. And then if you want to take it one step further, when we build all this housing, who's going to pay for the infrastructure? Because it wasn't budgeted. And is that, that'll raise taxes as well. So, so yeah, I'm glad Councillor Hall raised it. Um, I, I was surprised the mayor knew nothing about it. But um, I'm glad that my colleagues agreed to send a letter to the government, as many other municipalities are doing, saying, this is not good for us. Don't do this because this is not good for us, don't do this. Do you think the mayor should have been uh, more oh, aware? I don't want to talk about that. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I don't know. Our, our executive assistant even knows what Bill 45 is. I don't know why he didn't know what, is, what it is. I also wanted to ask you, I believe it was Councillor O'Reilly who took issue with the mayor using a staffer's name in relation to what, mm. I guess, to ask wellness. Um, and he said it was essentially on making an unsafe working environment. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. But I don't think I should talk about it, to be honest, um, other than to say that um, I agreed with Councillor O'Reilly. Um, I, I don't think staff should be um, treated that way. Well, I, I called out one of the public inquir inquiry people who um, compared a report. He said, you know, I'm a te as a teacher, I know I have students that could write a report better than this one. Matt Gordon. Yeah, I didn't. Former know. teacher. I wasn't going to say that. He ran, he, ran, he ran against you on council. I, council, I yeah. don't want to talk I'm about I'm just that. saying. That's on I the public know. record. Well, I wasn't going to say it because I don't think we should name names. But nevertheless, I did call him out on that. I said, we have a civil discourse. You have to show respect. And the mayor loves to say when he reads out the civil discourse, of course, that matters to us, too, or applies to us, too. Well, he should show some civility and not name an employee and bring up something that he, from his private life, that in fact was not correct. Was incorrect. Why don't we talk about garbage? Garbage? Let's talk about garbage. Some yeah. concerns in the city about, I think it's between 17, 17 and 19, 19 days, days where there yeah. won't be a yeah. pickup. Yeah. Um, and that was, that's not going to change, right? No, it's not. Um, any thoughts there? What, what, what have you been hearing from, from residents and, and what, what are your thoughts on residents it? Residents are really upset about it. Um, and I understand that because uh, my husband's upset about it, okay? Yeah, it's a long time to go. But every Christmas, we have a long time. Apparently, it's a, an average of 14 days every Christmas that you, you go without any pickups. Okay. Um, what we talked about was that this, this staff said, well, you know, 17 to 19, that's just a few more days. And yeah, sure, okay. But we, what we talked about, because it was obvious we're not going to be able to change it, is could we look at it for next year to fix it? 
you know, there's got to be some a better, a better way. And the organics is new, and there are going to be issues with with how we do it. So we need a bit more time. And so for, so for this year, I guess we're going to just have to suck it up, and 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 keep our garbage. And um, next year, maybe we can figure out a better way. Allison Levitt is going to be pissed. Oh, she's going to be a loyal upset. viewer. She's on Instagram all the yeah. time. This yeah. has got to change. Sorry, Allison, you're going to have to tough it out this year. Uh, and, she, and she and others are saying that's that's an example of reduced service for the same price. Yes. So, um, you know, because you're getting your garbage recycling uh, exactly half as much as you did before, but you're paying the same amount. Although we had Glenn Farrell explaining it yes. on here. Whether you agree with him or not, he explained the he rationale explained behind it. it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And, you know, sometimes counselors, most times, many times, counselors have to make decisions somebody's not going to like. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't keep everybody happy. One more on the testiness at the end of the meeting. Mm -hmm. It was uh, the mayor asked for an update on, on a motion I believe he made last year. Oh, yeah. But oh. he hadn't, I guess, let people know this was going to be happening. I think Katie Newstater said it would be nice if we could have a heads up. I think it was another city staffer who kind of said the same thing. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? It would have been nice for heads up. Um, I felt it was a gotcha moment. Uh, uh, by the mayor, um, you know, but... Um, what do you mean? Well, I, I think, uh, I believe that he asked that question simply to embarrass another staff member. Oh. And that's, then this is relating to the uh, 48 yeah. uh, Victoria Street yeah. West. It's the city-owned place that has storage facilities for the homeless. Yeah. Yes. And the mayor last year, 13 months ago, yeah. had asked, uh, and it went to a committee to, to review yeah. uh, the possible relocation of that place in conjunction with the Aboriginal Friendship Society, which runs yeah. it. And he just he, and he said, I just want to know what's what's uh, what's the update. And, and the interesting thing here, because uh, like the Day Lodge was an idea from Kathy Sadie and I, mm -hmm. we viewed the, the Day Lodge and the the uh, building as one and he, thing. He was saying two different and, things. And he's, he's breaking them in half. Yeah. Now, I don't understand why you would have a day lodge where people can hang out and not have where their things are next to it, mm -hmm. or not have where the washroom is next to it. Yeah. You know, um, I think that his view of that thing There's a million dollars going by right here. Yeah. And aren't you glad? Well, yeah, but... You better hope they're not going to your house. Well, you know, they're not. 99% of the time they're going to medical calls right now, so yeah, we should get ambulances and save some money. I know. Right? There you go. I know. Yeah. But anyhow, I view that the day lodge and um, the, the, the warehouse, we'll call it a warehouse, the building as, as one, one, thing. one thing. Because yeah. you, you've got people here, they're getting fed, they, they're getting some outreach stuff, mm -hmm. and maybe they want to go to the bathroom, they want to use the laundry, so they can just there. walk yeah. across rather than going over to the yeah. North Shore. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's how I view it. So why don't we hold your feet to the fire a little bit here, ask you a question about the TNRD board. Yeah. Because I think there was just a vote to give yourself raises. Yeah. Is this a good time for it? Is it a good time for it? When, is, the, a, when is a good time for it? You tell me. Um, I, um, that was the report that came back. Um, many of my colleagues on the TNRD board are not well paid. Yeah. And, um, and I voted for it because many of them deserve to be paid more. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I took, you know, I, 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 I get paid okay. You get paid 17 grand with the, with the, with the 8% hike, right? Which is, which is, which is, I guess, you yeah, know, I don't yeah. know. But, the, but, the other but, ones, the rural ones are getting, they're now getting 30 grand a year, which but, is, uh, which is not much, le not much less than the reporters were getting back in the day. Yeah, it's true, you know, and it's a part-time gig. I so I know Barbara, no, not, you know, Barbara wrote in the saying, "Oh, we, you know, we can't." It is a part-time gig. Officially, it is. Officially, it is a part-time gig. Yeah. But but if you want to do your job correctly, mm -hmm. it's not a part-time gig. Officially, counselors is a part-time gig. Is. 
I'm, I don't put in 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. I sometimes put in 50 hours a mm -hmm. week. Other, so there are some weeks where I put in 25. And other counselors might put in fewer. And you have to also remember that um, many of the, um, the, the, the people in the TNRD from the EAs, the electoral areas, they don't get paid anything else, you know, mm -hmm. and they have day jobs. Mm -hmm. And when they, when they go away from their day job, they may not be getting paid. And I look at some of the mayors who don't get a lot of money either because mayor is viewed as a part-time job for them too. Sure. Well, so, yeah. so I think that, you know, like, like if this is a way of ensuring that my colleagues who are not paid well for the work that they do and for the work they have done in the past, if this is, how, if this is what we have to do, then that's what we do. How much are you looking forward to the next three years? I, I am actually enjoying this term immensely. Okay. I work with eight, uh, seven other um, counselors, uh, and we even when we disagree, it's collegial and it's friendly. Um, we uh, have accomplished a lot. We've approved more than a thousand housing units. Let's this talk year. about what you've accomplished then. Let's what talk. I've accomplished? No, I know the council as a whole. I'm we've a, we've, a we've, we've approved more housing units in the first year of our term than any other council. Okay. More than a thousand. Cool. You know whether they get built or not is another matter. Um, we have re restructured the committee systems committees to reflect our strategic plan. Yep. Uh, so we are actually able to now, and because they're not standing committees, which can tend tend to be overloaded with reports and bureaucracy, we're, we're getting things done. I voted against Katie's motion on the parks at one time, and then because it's going to IHA, I voted in favor of it. That's something we got done. That's the uh, the drugs, the, drug the drugs yeah, in the park. Public, yeah. You know, there's lots of things, little things. Um, we, uh, council, uh, some councillors are working with uh, daycares to partner with RIH Foundation and also with the city to increase the number of daycare centers that we're doing. We have centers, um, sobering center. Um, yep. What's the latest? There. It's going to the province. Okay. Yep. It's taking forever. I think we Tell talked about it last it. time you were here. Yeah. And we were it's talking about it's taking forever. We were talking yeah. about this five years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were. We yeah. were. Yeah. I know. I know. Not yeah. on the show, but it's no. Yeah. No, but yeah. but um, no. It, we finally got it through. Um, it's a much better business case because things have changed from 2016 to 2023. Yeah. And 2016 was when the original case was done. Um, and we have a, um, a potential partner to build it or who uh, would house it, who's willing to do it. And that's important because a lot of the nonprofits don't have the capacity and to, to take on much more. And um, Day One Society, I talked to Sean Lewis, the ED, yesterday. She says, yeah, we have some staffing problems like everybody else does, but we want to do this and we have the expertise to do this. And if in the sobering center we get somebody in and they're ready to go into detox, all they have to do is move next door. Yeah, I'm right across the street. Yeah. And that's former, formerly known as the Phoenix Center. Yeah. So right. People don't know it's yeah. very, very and, well and known place. From my perspective, getting that going to the province now, is a big accomplishment. Mike, I'm going to surprise you. Do you have anything for, for Dale? Any questions? Uh, you, you know, uh, I'm the dog with the bone about uh, local procurement. <laughs> and uh, we had David Hellenhan on the uh, on the show last week. Oh, Hellenhan. Hellenhan. It's okay. Nobody gets his name right. <laughs> we call him O'Callaghan. Anyways, uh, together we decided that uh, what the problem is is that the uh, Trans. Northwest Trade agreement, Trade agreement WTA, yeah. uh, has a bias against local yes, by saying you have to be open to other Anything. communities. Yes. So um, him and I have decided to band together and we're going to actually lobby 
the uh, Northwest Trade Agreement to get those levels raised. Are you on board with that? Oh, yeah. You know, last term I was going to raise this issue. I thought we should give preference to local. Absolutely. But that's when I was told, you can't do that legally. Yeah. Uh, no, because I think that's what, you know, but, that's but one way to grow our economy. Community, that's what a community is, yes. is supporting each other. Oh, yeah. And when you don't do that, it creates problems in our community. Well, sure it does. Yep. You know, it's a way of growing our economy, uh, respecting our business and, uh, you know, and industry in the city. Uh, yeah, I, I I would have brought this up last term, but I couldn't. Great, so you're in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Who else have you got on board, Mike? Not necessarily <laughs> I, I, on, on sound and music and stuff like that. <laughs> actually, it's not about my company so much as every other company that I've been talking to. Because it's, it's a... It's a. So are you going to talk to other businesses? I have. Oh, good. Yeah, I have. Uh, the Canadian Home Builders Association good. is livid about it. So, you know, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but... Rose Joy. Not. I just saw her at Pilates the other day. Rose? Oh, she's yes. great. Absolutely. Uh, Pilates? I went for the first time. Pilates king now. Now, now I understand. She was there. She said you'll get addicted. It's so I went good. to Zumba. We anyway. get business out of out of province and, and, yeah. and that kind of stuff, too. Um, but I'd rather do it all locally here. Oh, sure. You know, like, why would I want to travel 12 hours oh, to sure. do something that, that somebody else is traveling 12 hours to do here? I know. It's Carbon crazy. footprint. Carbon footprint. Yeah, exactly. that, there you There's go. There's so many aspects to this. You know, this, I'm glad you're doing this, Mike. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, but you see, there, there again, it's just a matter of knowing what's going on. Yeah. And, and you didn't know this. And, that, and that's the problem with a lot of the, the feedback we get on, on taxes, for example. People don't know the reality until you find out. Uh, until you start losing uh, services in your community. Well, yeah. What do yeah. you want? Water every third day? Yeah. You know? Well, we can have water every day. We get rid of that overpass. <laughs> just this overpass. And also, we're looking for you don't care about uh, the safety support of the students. on the gondola idea yeah. from the North Shore. Oh yeah, to did you hear about this? Yes. Well, the gondola is a better it's, idea to come up first from. First of all, it's from, not a gondola. It's a gondola from uh, from from gondola. back. Island. It hasn't changed, has it? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> do you? You know, again. you know. Let me talk to you about the overpass, though. In one way, we yes. do need an overpass there to, to reduce the pedestrian crossing at that location mm -hmm. at that crossing. We need to do something to get people. He says it's laziness. Well, oh, you're saying just never mind the safety. You're talking about the, the, conge the, the, all the congestion. All the yeah, okay. You know, well, uh, the, the congestion can be horrific there. I'll tell you, I think I they, would argue that 99.9 percent .9 of the the congestion is true. Students and true has true isn't hurting for money. Have them pay for the damn thing so we can have water. You know, Chris. You know, Chris. I know I'm taking too much of your time, but when that when they when it was announced that they bought that property, yeah, yeah. I was still a reporter. I'm standing between Mar Mar Matt Milovic and Peter Millibar, mm -hmm. and Peter says to Matt. Oh, you guys are gonna have to pay for it. You own yeah. both sides. They own both sides of the. Of the I highway. know, I know. So I know. So you're on. You're, you're on the record. Then well, true should pay for it. Uh, says Del Bass. But Mike, no? my, well, I think they should be. Yes. There you go. It's on the record. True but should pay for it. Says Del Bass. My colleagues did not agree. <clears throat> yeah. And I want the damn overpass bill. Oops, I swore. I want the overpass bill. <clears throat> oh, I disagree there. I think it's a waste of money. But you want one up in, up in your neck of the woods? I want a gondola from Island. No, no, from Mac Island. To, to true, and you could even stop along the way and have those as bus stops, as someone had uh, replied to me on. It's not my that's idea. That's someone else Twitter. Exactly. Oh yeah, go to Pittsburgh. Go to go. Oh yeah, go, 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 to, LA, go to L.A. Level pegging. Uh, they're 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 building one to SFU. Oh, again, that's Vancouver. Like the pot. Like you, this is not. What? It doesn't make any sense, folks. It's going to be barely used. It's going to be you in there reading a book. That's it. Oh, oh yeah, millions okay, of dollars yeah. spent on yeah. you with and your you, coffee. And, and you're going to put in that overpass, and you're going to see the kids are still going to walk underneath it, just like you that don't bike care lane about the to nowhere the going to Valley View. There's nothing going to be the there. The kids. First of all, they're adults, and if the safety of the kids are so paramount, then True should pay for it and get out of my pocket. Your ages again, too. All these ages, everything, everything that didn't happen in 1980 or. 
before. Oh, after. 80s was the best. The best. The best. The best, the best Reason decade. number 45 why I left the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> the best decade. 1986, Blue Velvet, best movie of all time. There you go. <laughs> okay. Dale, final thoughts? <laughs> good Maybe. God. Um, no, 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 everything's What's good. your favorite movie? My time. favorite movie of all time, Apocalypse Now. Oh, oh it's a great good movie. Pick. Good yes. pick. Yes. Yes, I could watch that every day. Spinal Tap. Oh, all the way. And they're coming out with Spinal Tap 2. And good I movie. actually Ooh. put a pitch you know, in to build a guitar for Spinal Tap. Of course you did. Yes. Yep. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dale, thank you. No, Thanks, that Dale. was fun. Thanks. <laughs> Don't want the nine hour cycle, please. Freaking $500 hydro bill piece of trash. I need to speak to Gord on the Niner. Hey, no, I'm actually Steve, the new owner. First things first, pal, you should probably update your sign. Number two, my dishwasher is mangled, tangled again, the nine hour cycle, hydro bill through the roof. You guys don't fix appliances, I know that, so I need a new one. We actually do fix appliances, but if you want, I can try some new ones first and have a look. You got a price in mind? Money's not an obstacle for me. <laughs> Money's definitely an obstacle. He's the cheapest guy in Kamloops. Ain't that right, Darby? Well, this here is going to be your Cadillac model, top of the line. This is our middle-of-the-road dishwasher. Just a great dishwasher at a great price. This is our budget-friendly model. Still a great dishwasher. Just at a bit of a lower price. Price doesn't work for me. Let's see if you can fix mine at home. Alrighty then. There you go. Seems to be good. How's the fridge working? The fridge is fine, Gord. It's Steve. But we'll see where it goes. Okay. Okay, here we go. What do you got there? Doesn't matter. Hey. That's good. Cantaloupes, Mayor, Reed, Hamer, Jackson, Reader's Digest. Reed, how you doing? Good, how are you? How are you guys doing? <clears throat> good. Doing well. How's the boys back there? Oh, we're, we're excellent, eh, Bill? <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. Thoughts in general on council yesterday. What stands out to you? What stands out to me? There's quite a bit. Well, you know, we it was had an interesting meeting. Yeah, sure. we had we had some public inquiries. They were asking some pretty in-depth questions. I, you know, I don't think anybody would know the answers to uh, a lot of the questions. Yeah. So. Which part are you referring to? Oh well, so you know, one of the guys gets up and asks, "Is drywall recyclable?" Oh. Uh, like and said, then how many trips per day goes to Princeton, and what's the cost of the trips to yeah, Princeton? Yeah, and how much day, how much is this per day? Yeah. You know, I think I think you got to be fair to. Well, as David Trowin said, he said those are rhetorical questions. You know the answers. You're just trying to bait us. So like, get to the point, guy, because it's a very long. Well, some people yeah. well, not to jump right into it, but some people came after you a little bit for that same type of thing, saying, "Well, give us a head more of a heads up when you're asking about your." Your motion from last year, I think. 48 Victoria. 48 Victoria. Remember, Katie Newstater said, you know, we'd like to help you, but we didn't know you were going to ask this question. You should talk to us beforehand, and then we can get prepared for it. Prepared? It was a year ago. <laughs> no, I know, but, like, they didn't know you were going to ask the question yesterday, so. But it should be, it, was, it went to a committee, which yeah. was at the time a standing committee. Mm -hmm. Again, I put a motion forward to just do 48 West. Yeah where it got extended, yeah. but, but that was a year ago. It was, yeah. a matter of fact, 13 over, months ago. over a year ago, yeah. yeah. November. So it went to a standing committee, and then they started select committees, and so it was supposed to go to that committee. So it, I thought it would be a kind of a simple question, and I met the day before with um, with the Friendship Center, and mm -hmm. um, and uh, definitely willing to look at something. They know it's not a great spot. It's, you know, like there's thousands of cars that 
by there a day. There's people if, laying out all over the sidewalk. It's too small. If, if, the, if the storage facility for the homeless and the services there were to move somewhere that is better for everybody, um, I'm assuming that your idea would, the gathering place next to it would also move with it because they work in tandem, right? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't even think we really need a gathering spot myself. I mean, every one of these facilities that we've ever built have gathering areas. They have day lounges, day lodges. No, but the know. storage facility place yeah, would, but what, would need but, something like that, right? Be well, that, does it? Well, I'm asking, wouldn't it? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it really does. I think that well, other places a lot of the people, it? yeah, a lot of yeah. the people that, that are hanging out there, mm -hmm. uh, they live at all the different facilities, all the, the um, shelters and, and the supportive housing units and stuff that we, uh, and the other thing too, you know, I'm, you know, we're looking for ways to reduce taxes. So I look every little spot and I mean, we're, we're renting parking spots for our city staff at BCLC. If you drive by there today, that whole parking lot's empty right there right now. So The, the back? No, the whole on 48 C1. West. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, on BCLC's property, yeah. Who, wh where's the parking lots being rented? The parking at the, spots? At the BCLC. Off of Seymour? Yeah. You're talking the old Mohawk? The old Mohawk location? No, 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 the oh. BCLC. In the actual parquet of BCLC? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, I, and I, again, I don't know how many spots we've got. You're saying the, that, but the, the city is paying BCLC for employee parking up there? Yeah. How much? I don't know. How many spots? I don't know. Oh. Well, how do you know this? <laughs> I'm the mayor. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you know this, how come you don't know the details? Is is uh, is um, like is is um, drywall recyclable? <laughs> yes, it is. Actually. All of it? No, just like ninety percent of it. Okay, Do you yes. actually know that? Yes. But here's the thing, though. How much did you uh, pay for printing last year? Printing? Yeah. The paper? The KTW? Yeah. I'll tell you right yeah. now. I'll tell you right now. It's it's Rain it's, it's, it's it's eight times fifty-two. Whatever that is, that's what we paid. Uh, so what, eight what times five, four hundred four hundred sixteen thousand dollars. Okay, so how much can you cut that down just by getting subscriptions and printing two subscribers? <laughs> no, no, you can't. No, and, it's, and, no, it's and different. And Seven Elevens and everywhere no, else. No, you, no, you, well, that's a different thing because then, then you, Sorry, have, then you the affect answer. ad rates and all that. I no, don't my know point. How many spots there is? No, but what, but what I do know is I'm, I do know I'm, that we I'm have intrigued. a piece of property. I'm intrigued by City that. Hall. I'm intrigued by that. Every other person who walks works downtown has to pay for parking. Don't city employees pay for parking? I don't know that question. Good question. That's a good question. Maybe some reporter out there. One thing, you're not ripping into him. You're, you're, you're. No, 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 no. I'm intrigued by that question. I didn't know. I didn't know that the city of Kamloops taxpayers are paying BCLC for spots so that employees, some employees, can park there. That's true. That should be looked at. Are you still gambling with BCLC? Are you using a different book? Playnow.com. I gamble there because the money goes back into the healthcare. What do you think that part of the reason I put that motion forward last year was? And again, it was modeled off of East Hastings, the first United Church. When yeah. you asked that same question, yeah, they yeah. shut that down over two years ago they now. Yeah. What, where, where did they put the gathering spot there? Mm. They I, didn't. I, well, I it's all over East Hastings. It's all over there, yeah. yeah. But again, there's yeah. day spaces. Okay. You know, again, I, I can't... No, it's fair. I just want to know, because when we had uh, Councillor Del Bass on the show previous, before you, that this topic came up because it was, uh, it was a pretty contentious discussion at City Council yesterday. And she had mentioned that you were talking only... And you said, I'm not talking only about the storage facility, not about the gathering place. It was her opinion and others that the two are a tandem. They're, they go to hand in hand. Well, they're not because the the, okay. um, the storage was there since 2018. Yep. Yep. Okay, I mean back when uh, Councillor Bass and the, the previous council put motion forward for the day spaces, there was supposed to be one on the North Shore yep. and one on the South Shore. They hadn't had a spot picked originally. Mm -hmm. So f to think that they go hand in hand, uh, if they're hand in hand, uh, why again, you know that program ended at the end of October. So. 
again, why don't we look at doing something different? They did on East Hastings at the First United Church. Yep. Why don't we? And again, it's it's a it's a bad spot for the people. I, I mean, I talk to the people on the streets. Okay, like I, it's not a great spot. I mean, it's the people using it don't like it. Well, the, even the operator, it's it's small. It's yeah, too yeah, small yeah, for the area. Small. And I've talked to them, and you know, there's there's day spaces. Like a lot of the people that do store stuff, they they they'll live at the shelters, or they'll they'll live at the rose store, or they'll they'll live in different areas. So so there's got to be room within those. So if you've got five people could storage their stuff in behind the rose thorn building, or you know, you take the parking lot of the Spearhouse. house. I mean, that parking lot's empty most mm -hmm. of the time. Yep. And if we could just you know, have spots there for them because some of them got stuff. Like one guy there, he's got quite a bit of stuff. You know, he was in City Hall the other day using the bathrooms because the bathrooms weren't working across the street mm. there, you know, because they were, something happened and the door wasn't working or something. So the bottom like line is, did you, you asked a question, do you uh, update me because I can't remember, what, did you get an answer to your question as to where that motion is? What's going on with the, the review and possible relocation of, of the story? Is that the facility? one that Dale called a gotcha, a got, attempted gotcha moment uh, just when she was on our show now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, but I asked a question. So again, I've asked a question Did you get in front an of the public. No, but I'm sure I will now. Okay. You know, that's that's why you I asked the questions. Where, where I don't know. Is, yeah. I, you know, I don't know why everything has to be asked behind closed doors. I just, I just really don't get this. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially when everything we do is FOIable. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know, aside from reports that you get that I don't get, it's, <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy when you think of it. Really. Well, yeah, it? but that wasn't like an official release. That was, that was sort of. But it is. It's the investigation's over. No, but what I'm saying is. The report I got that you're talking about, I didn't get through official channels. It was, you know. Yeah, was, but, but what I, I guess yeah. what I'm saying is, you, you did an investigation. If it's good, proper investigation, you the want their guilty, investigation. You bet, you release, bet I do. Right? And again, yeah. and again, why wouldn't you? So if I was to release, why this, wouldn't you? Would, you yeah. Why wouldn't you want to release it? I don't know. Well, because they are arguing that the, 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 there's other names in there, and they got to protect the privacy of the other the, of the employees named in there. Well, not me, though. And you too. They're saying you too. Yeah, everybody. Well, on on that note, kind but of. They, but they brought out another person's name too. No, I, well, we did that. They did. Yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, I know, but yeah. what I'm saying is, okay, if people are making allegations of things, I yeah. I should at least know what the allegation is. Yes. I don't know if I pulled your ear or you know what I mean. <laughs> you grabbed my ass. You don't know what you did. <laughs> don't even get into that. <laughs> well. Someone said that to no, you. No, but, but but did you, yes, you, you answer the question they, about? Them? Yes, yes, but she she, she, uh, she's all sick right now, so I couldn't answer that question yet. I'll ask her. I keep forgetting. What's this? He uh, wants me to ask my wife a question because if yeah. someone, what's the question you want me to ask my wife? <laughs> oh, yeah. if someone <laughs> says I violated personal boundaries, he wants me to ask my wife. What? Well, I'm going to ask both of you. What does that I'm gonna mean? I'm going to ask both of you because you've got you've a girl. Got, now. I understand you've got a girl. He's now. got a girl. Now. I do. And yes. If you woke up in the morning and you saw some. An, an, an article where someone said that you violated their personal boundaries. Yeah, we, were, we already went what, through this. What I, would Foles she and I both... Well, no, 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 no. What would she think? I have no idea what Sonia would think about that. Well, I'd have to ask her. Ask her. Well, I think you should ask her. <laughs> I, I could ask her. But, but yeah, but... but what, too. This, is, I, this goes back this. to... Yeah, okay. Let's end we'll this. Move on? Yeah. Okay, I want to ask okay. you... I just want an answer from... From, from, the, from the ladies. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll ask her. I'll ask her next time you're on. I'll, I'll let you know what she said. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to ask you about a little back and forth. Speaking of names, Councillor O'Reilly took issue with you using a, a staff member's name in relation to Ask Wellness and said it was making potentially for an unsafe working environment. Any thoughts on that? Well, not at all. I mean, it's all I did was ask the question. I mean, the report we're looking at has the employee's name all over it. That was presenting in front of us all the time. I mean, 30-page document of it. And when I, you know, someone tells me something about somebody being a member of Ask Wellness and I look on the website and, and the, at the AGM and 
It's a member, so no, I, I just, I'm just questioning not, if... He's not I, a member. He, I was, was, he was at the AGM, but he's not a member. I, oh, I'm telling you what I read. Yes, but, he's, but, uh, I, but uh, we that, found out he's that's, not a member. Okay, so what's the big deal? Then, then get up, say I'm not a member. I was at the meeting. That's great, and and that, I, I thought it would be great to be, to, if that's the case, to go to all the nonprofits. Well, and I think that's what the you know idea mean? was. I think he probably does go to because that's his job to work with the nonprofits. So it would make sense for him to go yeah, to the and AGMs. The other thing too, yeah. I think I would get is get them to correct their AGM mm. documents because it says members. Because there's only. I'm sure a lot more people went to their meeting than just. Oh, for there's sure. O- there's only like uh, eight. I don't. Did you look at it? It's, yeah, there's yeah. like eight or nine people. Anyone can go to these meetings. Yeah, anyone, but it doesn't yeah. mean you're a member. Yeah, no, it doesn't mean you're a member. That's what I'm but saying. They had them listed as a member. But well, again, I, again, I, what's the problem? I think what Michael Riley was saying, and I, I'm, we have to get him to clarify as to why he thinks that creates an unsafe work environment for employees. But he just felt it was. I think his words were offside. That you would name an employee directly at a public council meeting for for, for doing something in his private life. I think that was. Well, his I point. don't know if that's private life. If you're a member of a nonprofit, I don't know if that's a private in your private that's life a, or not. And again, and again, you're right there. Your name's all over the document. It's not like you're all over the media. I mean, I and mean, the reason on, you brought are, this up is you were asking whether that is perceived as a conflict. Could it be? Yes. Yeah, that's what your question well, was, right? Yes, because that you, you, they were talking about your potential conflict. Great, I'm, that. I'm always a big red light goes up yeah. every time I'm into something there, yeah. and I'm supposed to be the one to determine that. And yeah. and uh, when, when I when I get thing, yeah. and and again, I've supported. These agencies for many, many years, many years, and we can get into it when well, donating to a vehicle yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, you know, BC Housing using my property. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering how, and I work with outreach workers, you know, to try to get people into shelters yeah. and get people into supportive housing, things like that, because I know a lot of the street population, mm-hmm. and uh, so I just ask the question. And it's not like a, you know, we are in a public. This is City Hall, mm-hmm. okay? This staff member presents a lot of things and makes a lot of decisions in that to do yeah, yeah, social sure. housing and yep. community development yep. um, so what I mean why don't next time you just ask him outside of the public meeting then uh, you know what um, asking things outside of a public meeting um, haven't boded well for me um, okay. even even with the way that I'm supposed to um, communicate with people and and you know the email goes from this to there yeah. and then all of a sudden it becomes a a uh, online council meeting and you did make you that know. point last night you said communication has been kind of limited right i mean for, yeah for i you. think yeah you know and, and again you know you know i again you know it's just crazy that you know if 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 all this was happening a week before the election public inquiries would be coming at you right heavily right you know you got no problem with that and again, they got timers up and all that stuff. And I, again, I'll go back to my first uh, delegation. I mean, yeah, well it, you know, thirty again. minutes. I had yep. them going. Didn't mm-hmm. seem to be a problem. And again, I, again, I know a lot of people that work at Ask Wellness. There's a lot of great people that work there, and there's a lot of good stuff going on within that organization. And uh, so again, I, you know, still, you know, I'll, I'll call them when I got people that are sleeping on my my property. Um, you know, I'll, I'll call them and. and Try to help, you know, and uh, and that's that's my goal is to try to help uh, mm-hmm. get a safer community, and get people right from the streets to to wherever you guys live up on the hill there. up on the hill, bachelor so. alley, um, multi-use pathway mm, defeated last night. Lansdowne, Lansdowne. Yep. You think it was the right call? I do. Yeah, I do. I think it's, uh, and I'm a biker, so don't get me yeah. wrong. You're a mount, more of a mountain biker, right? Yeah, but I ride the streets too. Yeah, ride the streets. Yeah. What kind of bike do you have? I got a uh, 
trek or oh what yeah is it not? <laughs> I, I see your wife sometimes posts you guys are out in the trails yeah, yeah Lori's always out in the trails doing yeah. the, the hardcore yeah stuff. and i got a motorbike too so we ride on the street so you got to be real yeah real careful when you're out there and, and again i i don't know i don't I just don't know, uh, and like I, I brought up the Red Bridge, how narrow it is. And, and, you know, I've been in the car business, and you have no idea how many uh, of my salesmen came back with a mirror that was, and the glass, <laughs> glass sprayed into a door of a brand-new truck because they hit yeah. mirrors. And, you know, you get, I don't know how comfortable the semi-drivers would be, you know, the aerotransport guys would having a narrower lane. And, again, I asked, you know, have, have we had, a, you know, a, a problem on that corridor with people getting hit by trucks or... Well, Dale Bass brought up the stats and they were pretty sobering, like 63 accidents last year and I think 46 the year before and that, I'm not sure if that includes pedestrians, so there is an issue on that street for sure. Well, a lot of traffic there. Yeah. Doesn't past council then have some kind of responsibility here? If people are calling us a bike path them nowhere, I mean, why just build one part of it and then is, was it short-sighted a little bit to not have a more fulsome plan in place? Yeah, I just wasn't comfortable with the safety on on all sides myself, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask you about, because I didn't, um, you, you called me about this. I couldn't get to it because of that very day we're having a meeting about something else. But on the November 27th, you were at the corner of Dairy Road and Westside Road. And um, it was an issue regarding erosion and a, a slide of land. But the odd thing was you said some cemetery was being impacted and and graves are being moved. Tell us what's happening up there. Yeah, and what do you want we, done? How come you didn't show up? Because I, 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 first of all, I don't have a newspaper to write for anymore. And second of all, because you can I, bank it when I you had, do get I, one I, going. I had a meeting that day about that very issue. But go ahead. Yeah. No. What happened was I got a call from a West Side resident and said, "Hey, can you come out here and have a look? There's been a landslide." So I go out there and oh, sure enough, there's 350 feet, probably 90 feet deep, gone right into the river, mm -hmm. changed the whole flow of the river. And there's a tree that's, that was sitting up right, well, it was, I'm sure it was within the repairing area. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you had a house there, it'd be in the drink. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there's a, a barn there and a place where they keep equipment. And now right where the um, um, river is flowing, it's flowing right to three Mark Graves. Wow. So, so again, and I don't know exactly what I'm doing. I'm, I've got a message into the federal minister, uh, Sajin, and I, I see he emailed last night, so I'm going to do some stuff there. But I really believe that we need to start protecting our repairing areas. Mm -hmm. you know, and, we, and again, federal, provincial, DFO, we need every First Nations, everyone involved in protecting the repairing areas. And, and if we'd have protected the repairing area up at the Noble Creek site, um, we would have saved that asset. So, again, I think we need to re... re protect those repairing areas proactively like, you, do well, it before it happens you, exactly yep. and that's exactly what uh, minister sajan was talking to me about in the summer mm -hmm. and you know because if it was a if it was a structure like a railway mm -hmm. or a bridge oh, or be, if yeah. that happened to somebody else i mean i know uh people that uh live in brocklehurst on the river and even myself and if you missed one morning you woke up and and uh basically your house would have been in the river mm -hmm. because you're within the repairing area like and we've got to do something. And I was just out there on Sunday again, and there's even more property um, being, uh, being going into the yeah. river. Yeah, yeah. is that the part? And it was real risk to the to the lady that owns the property, and and one of the gentlemen that helps her. I mean, they ride their horses there, tractors, and everything. Just gone. Jesus. Is that the part of the job you like the best? I mean, just getting a call from somebody and you know, in the, just a, a resident and going out and being able to. Yeah, I like. Yeah, them. I've never been a sit in the office. I, I'm actually not fit for office, uh, so I'm actually, I'm really not. You like, mean I, like I, physically I like, or like, like, like physically? Oh. 
Well, it depends what what media source you're listening to. <laughs> if you talk to Brett, you know I'm not fit for office. But <laughs> but no, but no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a sit down guy. I like to talk yeah. to people when people call. Yeah. I have a lot of people come into my office. It's a basically a full time. Uh, people call me about incidents all over, whether it be a tree in a way or, or whatever. You know whatever it is. Um, yeah, I like to go out and see the what's going on and. And like you said, I'd like no different than I, I really appreciate you guys getting up with me in the morning because yep. there's not a lot of people that do that. Until mm-hmm. you do do that, you really realize what's happening on the streets. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't realize that till four o'clock in the morning yeah. when you go and you think a guy's homeless, but he's really not homeless because he lives in the Sparrow facility down the gonna, road. Your your buddy runs the Bailey's, right? Bailey's Pub. I had the best hot turkey sandwich <laughs> of my life the other day there. Just wanted to tell him that. Yeah. The best hot turkey sandwich. Did, I've had. did it have uh, brie and cranberry sauce? Uh, I don't. I didn't like the. Cra- I don't. Not a cranberry sauce. You guy. gotta have cranberry. With but no, but on, on like to. a good turkey sandwich, it, brie and, yeah. and cranberry oh, it, uh, and brie, sourdough. Yeah, there was no oh. brie. On. It was just there was stuffing. There was stuffing, turkey and gravy and a beautiful piece of bread. It was like I would have paid fifty bucks for it. And wow. It wasn't fifty when, bucks. When did you go there? I went with Sonia for lunch. You should have the steak bites and the uh, oh, the, steak bites are the good. black and blue burger. When I'm on a kind of keto thing, <laughs> I get the black and blue burger without the. Oh, bun. that's blue cheese. Yeah. yeah. Oh, blue. There's two kinds of people in the world: those that like blue cheese and, yeah. and I like blue cheese okay, you, and me. You can get it without. You can get it without it. Okay, hot wings. Would you dip ranch or blue I've cheese? I've won hot ranch. wing eating contests. I know, just straight up. <laughs> just straight, straight up. up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else on your mind before we stuff. let you go? Gotta be something. No, no just you want to keep working on uh, having a safer community, and you know, uh, trying to get people on the street, get them help. And uh, just this morning again, there's a fire right beside my building. You know, people, we're talking right across the street, okay? Right across the street. Come on, come on. Okay, there's day spaces in behind. There's room in there for the people. It's no different than Tronkill Corridor, okay? Come on. We got the whole parking lot of the Spirit House. Let the people, let them go there. They don't, they don't want to be on the curb. They don't want to be on the sidewalks. Oh, what about what about there. Bill 45 then? That came up last night, and yeah. you said next week you're going to... Well, somebody said Bill C-45. It was a motion brought up, but... No, it's Bill 45 from... Uh, yeah, uh, no, I know that now. Yeah, yeah, but somebody, I thought somebody said Bill C-45, and I was... Mm-hmm. So um, that, I you know, again, it's, you know, I, I don't... I don't really want to get into it right now. Okay. But so you, it's a, the bill, the bill that David Eby, his government has proposed, would, would basically prohibit cities like Kamloops from dismantling homeless encampments unless you, as a city, can show that they have housing to go to, which is not the city's responsibility. That's the concern of cities. I think we can do a lot to, to mitigate that, okay? I, I think that we can, like I said, when I go and talk on the beach to people on the, on the streets there and that they've been kicked out of facilities, mm-hmm. and I know that these facilities are not plumb full and they're definitely not um, bursting at the seams, okay? They're not, uh, there's spaces in the areas of all these facilities, and we have a lot of them. We have a lot of facilities that are government subsidized. We have a lot of Hotels, shelters. Yep. We've got room. I mean, come on, you know, poor old Sammy, you know, he died uh, not not two blocks away from the shelter that was at the curling rink. If we do not have an outreach worker that can go and get that poor guy in a wheelchair and get him into a spa- safe spot, a wheelchair takes this much room. The, the, I mean, there we, might be more of those people if this Bill this, 45... If Bill 45 becomes law. Becomes law, right? You won't be able yeah, to... Yeah, and I to, think the UBCM's working on that and yeah. stuff like that, so I think... Uh, at this point, I, I don't know. I think that that's great that they're working on it. So, Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you Thanks. very much for coming. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Volkswagen.
Today's segment, we're going to talk about what happened in our city last week. It was sad, tragic, terrible. Three people, three Cherry Wolf Pack volleyball players, among those involved in an accident. One of them has died, Owen McInnes, and two of them are severely injured. Riley Brennan and Owen Waterhouse. They're both from Kelowna. Uh, Owen McInnes is from Guelph, Ontario. They were hit in their vehicle by a, uh, a truck that was going way too fast, somewhere around 100 kilometers probably right right around there and um yeah owen owen died and there's uh, kind of a tie-in with a local volleyball team the south cantaloupe's titans uh, they won a provincial title on the weekend it was the first provincial boys volleyball title in the history of their school and in the history of our city so it was a great you know, momentous occasion but it was marred obviously by the fact that the volleyball community and our, our city as a whole had been you know, devastated by this accident. One of these players, the one who passed away, Owen McInnes, was connected pretty tightly with that high school volleyball team with the Titans. He went out and volunteered his time to coach for them. So they were heavily impacted when they heard the news of his accident, which they heard while they were at, in Langley last week at Provincials. They, uh, the, the parents, uh, the families, and the players went and bought orange shirts from Michaels and made their own Wolfpack makeshift shirts to, to support and put the numbers of the players who were involved on the back of them. And um, so you could see in the crowd, you know, the, the traditional you know, black and gold Titans colors had been kind of replaced by orange and black to, as a show of solidarity for, for these people. Uh, anyway, just your, just your thoughts on, on the accident. Just, oh, it's, 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 it's tragic. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, prob- probably needless. Once, once the investigation is done, there's, there's only, uh, it happened on McGill Road, uh, right where the landmark is. The, um, the volleyball players were in a small car at a red light waiting. Uh, there's a Jeep next to them, and this black truck was, was going very fast on McGill East, hit some trees, landed inside their car. It was, it was brutal, brutal images. Um, we don't know why this happened. Uh, we know the person in the truck a man, I think he had a dog. He he came out um, fairly unscathed. We don't know whether it was a, a person drunk driving. We don't know why they were speeding. Whether it was road raging. We don't know whether it was a mechanical failure. Medical condition. We don't know if it was a medical condition. Yeah. We don't know any of that yet. And that's going to come out in a long investigation. Um, it reminds me. Um, very much a few years ago, um, probably five years ago, when three students from uh, Nigeria, I believe it was, international students were, 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 were coming home from a night out, stone sober, driving up First Avenue, and, um, uh, and they were broadsided by a, a, a man driving a, a pickup truck, yeah. uh, going about 100, same, same estimated speed, crashed into them, all three died, a fourth student was seriously injured. And um, it took a long time for that to get through the courts. And um, it just reminded me of, of, of that where it's just, there's nothing you can do. Uh, it has nothing to do with road safety. It has nothing to do with design of the roads. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's just, uh, in most part, stupidity on the part of, of the first incident. And we'll find out in this incident what happened. I suspect we, all, we probably know what, what the deal was. Uh, it's just tragic, unnecessary, needless. And the pain from that will reverberate to uh, anger and frustration when it gets to the justice system because we know what's going to happen is not going to be enough in the eyes of most people. But Yeah, it's, it's young, uh, young men in their early 20s. I know Owen, who passed away, was engaged to be married. Just um, brutal. Yeah. I went to the Wolfpack office the day after it happened to interview uh, Curtis Atkinson, the athletics director, and as I was walking in, they were finishing a staff meeting there. I've never felt the heaviness, like the heaviness and the somberness and the looks on people's faces as they thought out of that office. Um, it was, it was um, 
jarring. And that, I, that interview is on uh, is on our web, our YouTube website. Yeah, and you'll you'll see a clip of it here because I interviewed Curtis in his office, and his office is you know 100 meters, 200 meters from where this accident happened. Yeah. And the the Titans, to their credit, so they win their provincial title in on Langley. the Saturday in Langley. Yeah. They stay overnight in Langley. They drive directly back to Kamloops, and they go straight to the memorial site that's now set up on McGill for for Owen and the others who were involved in the accident. And I went and met them there, and you can see a clip of that right now. It means a lot, for sure. Um, especially with what happened with Owen here. It's nice to be able to dedicate something to him. We're at the spot where the crash happened, and I didn't actually realize you guys had a relationship with him, and he helped coach you guys, so um, what's it like to be here right now? Yeah, for sure. He was more than just some random Wolfpack player to us. He came to practices. He was special, special. It's horrific. Uh, it's gut-wrenching. Um, our collective hearts are heart, you know, broken. Um, to think about, you know, them and their families, um, their teammates, the broader community, um, you know, meeting with the teams over the last 18 hours, um, seeing the emotion uh, from teammates, coaches, staff, um, it's uh, devastating. Yeah, Owen, uh, Owen helped us out a lot uh, with our club team for KVA and also our high school team. Our assistant coach, uh, Angus Ireland, he's the assistant coach for Tier U. Um, and Owen was kind of his number one guy to ask and would always, you know, at the drop of a dime, come help us out if we needed an extra body or whatever. And, you know, we'll forever be grateful for that, uh, for those memories that we've had with him. And, you know, we're constantly thinking about him, his family, and the two other guys that are currently in uh, critical condition still. What was it like to go down 2 nothing, come back and win a BC title? Oh, it was super exciting. Uh, it was super intense. Uh, it was definitely pretty nerve-wracking after go losing those first two sets. We started off a little shaky, but just like put our heads down and pushed as hard as we could and ended up coming out on top in the end. It was pretty exciting. And you guys knew Owen. Um, what's it like to be here right now and, and kind of honoring his memory? Um, man, it's... It's tough. I really, I really just hope that his memory lives on and we're able to raise money for a scholarship fund and that his legacy lives on. You guys um, went and had some shirts made at Michael's. You made your own shirts and I think some parents went and got them so you saw them spotted in the crowd. I mean, was, was he on your mind? I mean, when you were playing or before games or anything like that or were you, were you kind of focused on volleyball at that time? Oh yeah, they, they was definitely in the back of our minds. Just paying respect to the or the shirts were paying respect to the three players that were in, involved in the car crash, and we were, uh, really pushed and did that tournament, played that final game as hard as we could for them, and we hope that um, yeah that it resonated. Okay. Yeah, that was one of their gold medals that they yeah. won. They they left one of the gold medals with the flowers down there with Owen. Three of those. Titans players are actually going to play at TRU. They've been recruited and they've signed to play for the Wolfpack. That's never happened before. And Matt Lofgren there, the assistant coach, um, he used to play for the Wolfpack. So there's all these different Wolfpack tie-ins with this team that kind of yeah. came together in, the, in that story. Uh, there's a GoFundMe account set up for both um, Riley and Owen. 
and there is a TRU scholarship that you can donate to set up for Owen McKinnis. It's tru.ca slash O-W-Y-N Owen, so you can help out that way. Okay, let's wrap the show. Uh, good show, good show. Um, it's always good when we have local politicians on here because it's, as Mike said, it gets spicy. Um, it's good. There's a lot of issues out there uh, that people should know about um, and pay attention to, and um, it's good to have you know, different counselors on. Last week we had Sarai, this week we had Bass and Hamer Jackson. It's good to ask them questions, to get it out there. Hopefully a lot of people watch this because um, there's news out there, but it's diminishing. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully uh, no more. You heard the CBC cuts are coming up. I hope it doesn't impact yeah. locally. But uh, so, yeah, there's more. It makes this even more important to get the word out that people need to pay attention. There's a 11% in property tax increase coming up. There's a needless, uh, you know, uh, overpass <laughs> coming up. People need to pay attention to this show, to all the news in town, and keep up on it, if only to vent when they can vent and know what you're venting about. Thoughts on the show today, Mike? You know, one of the things I like about the show is that uh, uh, it's it's pretty open, it's candid. Uh, so the the mayor or the councillors they can say whatever they want, and, and we basically are pretty free with that. So I, I think uh, today's show was was a good show. That is the some of the benefits of having kind of an independent show is there are no uh, there are no rules essentially for us. We can talk about whatever we want, and. Um, we talked about a lot today. A lot, an hour and 46 we're, we're minutes. Going, so oh, yeah. Vinny's here. we got to go. Okay, thanks to our sponsors. Volkswagen of Kamloops, Gorge Appliance and Mattress Center, McDonald's, Maca Ranch, and the Kamloops Blazers are also on board. We're planning up uh, a big thing with them for Christmas. Did he go? Is the elf coming? Buddy the elf? Can we tease him yet? <laughs> I'm still yes. trying to, still trying to get I saw home. that picture with the, the elf, Buddy the elf and Santa last year. And yeah. I, well, I, I was scrolling through my favorites and it was up there and somebody goes, you know Santa? Yeah. <laughs> we're hoping to have the, have Buddy on again and get some some of my, some kids to send in videos asking questions for Buddy the elf. That was a lot of I fun. I still have to contact him. Okay. I am having trouble contacting him. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he can. We'll, we'll, we'll find out soon. We're flying up the subscriber rate too here. We're 521 now subscribers. So we're flown past 500. We're heading towards 600. Thanks to all the last week clique members for watching. We can't do our show without you. For Christopher Folds, for Magic Mike, and for Billach, I'm Marty, and we'll see you last week. You're getting choked up on the bill. Last week.